With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey everyone, Tim McMaster here along with our MLB.com Braves reporter Mark Bowman. And Mark, it's probably a day that that we saw coming for for quite some time. But as we record this podcast on Tuesday afternoon, Freddie Gonzalez has been relieved of his duties as manager. Uh, Bench coach coach Carlos Tosca has also been let go. Uh, AAA Gwinnett manager Brian Snitker is the new interim manager, and the pitching coach from Gwinnett also will have some uh, work in the bullpen at the major league level. So, as I said, you kind of saw it coming that eventually this was going to happen. Nine and twenty-eight. While this team expected not to contend, uh, they needed to see more wins than that. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I think so. You know, like you said, we we've been waiting for this for a couple weeks. Maybe we didn't expect it necessarily today. I certainly probably would have been surprised if it didn't happen by the end of the road trip, especially if the the same trend would have continued through over the course of the remainder of this week. Uh, with that being said, I, you know I, I think that the team, uh, when we started talking about this to, to go with Brian Snicker, it, it makes a lot of sense. You know, or Eddie Perez and, and Terry Pendleton, uh, the better candidates for a long term job, sure. But I, I think the team. Uh, essentially did Eddie and TP a favor by putting an interim manager in here, allowing them to, to move into different roles, especially TP, to become the, the bench coach. Uh, Eddie has had managerial experience in Venezuela. Being a bench coach uh, will be the closest thing TP has done. That, that will enhance his resume, give the team a better sense of what he could provide if, uh, you know, if they would choose to, to name him their next manager. Uh, you know, at this point in time, it's, it's way too early to – speculate on who would be the permanent manager, but, but Eddie and TP, uh, you know, as things currently stand, I, I expect them we'll be talking about them in the off season when it, uh, when it comes time to name a, a manager for the 2017 season. This is the team that when you look at, at from here on through the West, rest of the 2016 season, you would think we're going to see more and more players coming up from the minor league level. And how much does it help having the guy that was managing in Gwinnett now in Atlanta. Will that help ease the, uh, I guess, the movement of players to the major league level? You know what, in some ways, I, now what I will say, you know, for, for Snit is he's lost a lot of players already over the last <laughs> yeah. few weeks. Uh, came up here to Atlanta. There's a few more that, that could come up. You've got Lucas Sims and Tyrell Jenkins down there, John Gant, uh, uh, Rio Ruiz. Uh, but but a lot of the guys that, that Brian Snicker had, that when you look at his roster at the end of the year, you think that's pretty good roster. Well, they're, they're up in Atlanta now. So, um, you know, yes, it will help. You, you know what? Just having Brian Snicker here will be – this is a a, uh, a a great baseball man, a, a guy who is going to be able to weather the storm. It, you know, who knows what, what transpires over the remainder of this season. They, they, they do have a rotation now that, that seemingly will keep them in – ball games on a more consistent basis. 
Uh, you know, they've got the, they're able to look towards the future in that manner with, with the guys they have in that rotation now. Uh, we will eventually see a Dansby Swanson and an Ozzie Albies probably up here. Um, you know, at that point in time, yeah, Brian Snicker was able to, to spend the last couple of weeks with Ozzie Albies. That helped. Um, you know, we, we, they, this team does know, not know exactly, you know, how things are going to go win-loss-wise over the remainder of the season. And I think that, like I said, you know, earlier, it, you hate to say, hey, this is being pinned on Brian Snicker, but, but I'm happy that Brian Snicker's going to be able to, to at least be a manager for a few months at the big league level. He deserves it. He's been in the Phrase organization as a player, coach, manager since 1977. This is, you know, one of the most influential men in the organization. If it's just a four-month stint at the big league level, hey, I hope he enjoys every bit of it. Um, at the same time, I don't think the club wanted to saddle P.P. or Eddie and, and hurt their candidacy for uh, future manager jobs just based on when team whether it's the Braves or other teams, look at say, well, you know, look what they did when they were in that job. So um, they'll, they'll be put in leadership positions. Brian Snicker is a great communicator. Uh, everyone, the players, the coaches, uh, everyone will respect him, and and, uh, and I fully uh, expect that they'll all enjoy playing uh, and working with him. So um, it's going to be interesting. Uh, Freddie Gonzalez was a good guy to, to work with as well, you know, for, for many of the coaches. Uh, the players, you know, there there were some issues there where were some players questioned some some leadership issues. Um, you know, they wanted him to to be a little bit more authoritative in, in different situations. Um, this is you know the re- the, the fact that the Braves are nine and twenty eight is not a, not all on Freddie Gonzalez, but at the same time, uh, once you reach this this point, you do from a public perception you have, you do have to make a change. And I think it's pretty safe to say the Braves knew that even when things got better, you know, when they're when the talent the, the ro- talent on this roster improves, they did not want Freddie as their manager. Uh, Freddie overall proved earlier in his stint with the Braves that he could he could win in Atlanta. Um, obviously, he won a division title. His first four years, they never finished worse than second. Although one of those years, they did have a losing record. Overall, four hundred and thirty four and four thirteen as. Braves skipper you mentioned that it's too early to kind of look to to next year and and who's going to be the full-time replacement eventually for Freddie Gonzalez but do you have any thoughts on the kind of manager that the Braves are going to be looking for considering they're in the middle of this youth movement and there's going to be a lot of teaching to be done yeah you know what you know I I know better in this business it's never too early to discuss it I shouldn't (laughs) I guess what I should should have said is it's too early to you accurately know exactly who they're going to target. I TP and uh, Eddie will be the internal guys that, that they'll look at. You know, we've heard a lot about Bud Black. You know, that he has a, a, a relationship with John Hart, uh, dates back many years. John Sherholtz. Uh, those are guys that have been mentioned. Uh, as, as you know, I went back. You know, you go back to last October when we first started talking about this. When I first started writing, and I, I mentioned Mark DeRosa. Um, I, I still think he's in the mix. I think he's a guy that they're, they're interested in. And the question will be, does Mark DeRosa want to give up his responsibilities there at the network? I think uh, he's got a wife in Atlanta and some kids that would like for him to be home on a more consistent basis. But uh, we'll, we'll see when that time comes. I, I think that they're going to be looking for, obviously, a guy that can relate well to young players. Um, and I think that's, that's what's going to give 
they're going to evaluate TP and, and Eddie uh, as to how they relate to these players as they bring them up this year. It'll certainly be interesting to follow this team now and maybe maybe a little extra just eyes on things to see how things maybe shift with a new manager and, and it'll certainly make things interesting in Atlanta. All right, away from the managerial situation, uh, the team hit two homers in a game, Mark, on Monday night, which is the first time that had happened since opening day. And really, the power numbers for this team really woeful when you talk about four players having homers and most of those belonging to Freddie Freeman. But I thought it was interesting that before the game on Monday, in batting practice, the team actually kind of had a, a home run derby sort of thing, and, and, and that bled over into the game, and they actually hit a couple of home runs. Um, when you look at the players on this team, it seems like there should be a few more home runs than we're seeing from Atlanta, right? So certainly. I don't think there's any team that, that you could ever assemble uh, and expect that they would only hit nine home runs through the first 36 games. I mean, even, even with those two home runs last night, think about it. If you just take the total basis from their 11 home runs, it's just 44, obviously. They're just their their total basis from their home runs are trumped by Hakeem's home run totals. I mean, it, it's uh, it is incredible. You, you look, you know, look. I, I did think that I think I said it even probably here on uh, this podcast uh, in the season. I think I made a bold prediction. I said Nick Martakis will hit 10 home runs. Well, we haven't seen that. You know, all that power come back that I expected to see. He's hit a lot of doubles. They won high off the wall there Monday night at PNC. Um, he's one guy that, that you, you expect to see a little bit more pop from. I think A.J. Presenti across the board, um, whether you expect him to, to flirt with a double-digit homer total again or not, you certainly expect to see a little bit more pop off of his bat. Um, you know, Freddie Freeman has carried, carried the load, um, but, but they, they certainly need more Adonis Garcia a guy who hit 10 home runs and less than 200 plate appearances. He spent a couple, you know, spent the first month with Atlanta, and now he's been with Winnett the last couple of weeks because, you know, if he's not providing that power, his glove is a liability. So, um, yeah, the only, their power right now, is they, they should get a little bit more maybe from the, than they have received from Kelly Johnson, Jeff Francoeur, uh, but there are not a lot of legitimate power sources there, and that's why they're going to have to rely on it. Uh, or hope that uh, the speed that NCRK and Malik Smith provide can, can compensate for the lack of power that they possess. All right, Mark, great stuff. The Braves with new manager in charge continue their run through the Keystone State this week. They finish up in Pittsburgh and then head to Philadelphia for the weekend. This has been MLB.com Extras, our Braves edition. For Mark Bowman, I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next week. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.